0: What is going on, everybody? This is Party Card Sports Disc Golf Edition. Yeah, back boys, we're back at it again. A little picture
1: there. You
0: having a little uh, little trouble with your mic over there? Not well, anymore. What's more. going
1: on? Not anymore. You like you're having a little bit of
0: problems. Fuck. There <laughs> it went. There it went. I have some technical difficulties to start off the podcast so far. More or
1: less mechanical. It's not really technical. <laughs> it's just mechanical. Yeah, I
0: don't know. I'm we're, sure they love hearing this. Yeah. This is great. Fantastic. Anyway, well, t- tasty. we're back with more disc golf. Another great week, great weekend of disc golf, hanging out. We, we didn't get in Friday. We didn't get in Saturday. We were having too much fun on the on the disc golf course and after the disc golf course, which was a little too much mm-hmm. fun being had. Mm-hmm. So we're coming at you on Sunday, and what do we got for him, Nate?
1: A little bit of this, a little bit of that. We'll start with last week's tournament, the OTB Open, full of surprises, a little bit of controversy. We'll end with the controversy. MPO,
0: the little man that can. Emerson Keith takes down the dub. This is becoming a trend for this podcast for some reason. Everybody that we say is washed or whoa, whoa, we haven't even said Emerson Keith's name in months. Then all of a sudden, boom, they win.
1: We haven't said anything about Emerson Keith not winning. I mean, he hasn't even really been in the mix until just now. This is the first time we're saying his name. Nah. With nah. the exception of like the mo- third episode.
0: I remember when like it was multiple still like, podcasts.
1: Yeah, well, it was like still the off season, like the pro tour hadn't even
0: started yet. We're talking about how he can't even get break top twenties and yada yada yada, then boom. Whoever who the who said that first place. Who said that? Probably me.
1: Yeah. But it's not the same as when I go and say somebody like, you know, uh own Scoggin's doesn't have the arm to compete at an OTB. Ends up taking second. Like, fuck.
0: <laughs> yeah. Real cu- real quick. You said that she couldn't keep up. And then the same, uh, the next Saturday after we recorded that podcast, she's leading the charge.
1: Yeah. In the, we're talking about Owens Coggins? Yeah. Yeah. in the FPO. Before we get to FPO, we'll finish out the NPO. So, Eric Keith ends up winning. Yes. Ganenberg comes off fourth card to end up taking second. Somehow. He should have he should have won, but he shot a sixty. He said a 65, 65 in the, second, in the round. second round. He took an eight on hole 16, yeah. which I think hole 16 <laughs> was playing the hardest hole on the cor- course, but not a fucking quadruple bogey. Yeah,
0: they had a, they had a, they had a rough and time he, in that second round. Yeah.
1: And then Isaac Robinson, Aaron Gossage, Nicole, Ridalin, all tied for third, riding at the podium. And like I said, I... It's kind of a surprise seeing Emerson Keith win. However, we know that OTB is full of low ceilings, but for him, they're just regular ceilings.
0: ceilings. <laughs> <The> ceiling <laughs> he's
1: already down there. It, it's, it doesn't change his game plan at all.
0: If uh, if he has to take a knee, then we're talking about the low, low ceilings. Like,
1: that's just layup at that point. Calvin misses his second podium in a row in DGPT events.
0: And it comes right after I said that he's not as, not as good as everybody's thinking he is.
1: Yeah, well, the the NPO field's pretty challenging to stay one, two, or three, you know, all year long.
0: Everybody is counting him as the next big guy. Well, he is the next big guy. Next big guy. Wouldn't have missed two podiums in a row. Wrong. (laughs) Wrong. (laughs) Uh, He still finished like sixth. My guy from OTB, James Proctor, started off hot two rounds. Had Nate's guy by... Two or three strokes? I think it was four strokes. Going into the last round and... Well, three strokes. You, you all saw what Gannon Bird did. And so I lost. So points to you, my friend. Good guys back on the board. Good guys back on the board twice in, twice in a row,
1: no, I believe. No, that was the, that's the first time I've been on the board since week one.
0: <laughs> oh, thank goodness. So the bad guys took a step back, but not a big deal.
1: Yeah, you're looking to get it back this this week. We'll get into that in a second. Round out the FPO at the OTB Paige Pierce gets a win Owns Scoggins, you know, Proved me wrong. I said that she didn't have the arm to compete on such a long course with low ceilings. I was wrong. She finished second. Then Emily beach rounded out the podium at third, you know, Paige Pierce definitely had kind of the advantage at OTB being one of the longer female throwers. And she, she definitely took advantage of a course that suits her compared, compared to the rest of the field in the NPO field.
0: It, it's just going back at it again, though, um, yeah, we can sit here and say page one, but then uh, Tatar, wasn't, Tatar there. wasn't there, so you can't really match this up whether or not she is back at playing at high level or if it's just because the best player wasn't there.
1: The best player wasn't there, and I'm glad you said that because you were finally saying that she's the best player, Kristen Tatar. and did you say that. You, if I could rewind this live, I would. You literally just said the best player wasn't there.
0: The best player by popular opinion.
1: That's not what you said. You just said the best player wasn't there. All
0: well, the best player by popular opinion wasn't there.
1: Well, that is also true. But then there's the other division. Day one, Thursday, I guess day one, round one was Friday. On Thursday, the whole Natalie Ryan case against the temporary restraining order against the PD- DGPT and PDGA you know, was filed and initially granted. Natalie Ryan was able to play round one in the FPO field in California. Surprise, surprise. However, the DGPT PDGA filed an appeal with the Ninth ninth Circuit Court in the state. And they won the appeal and was granted the opportunity to basically withdraw Natalie Ryan from the FPO field. They did. Natalie Ryan did not play the rest of the tournament at all. And this this is big. This is big for the PDGA and DGPT, but also I think in the realm of all women's sports yes. and protecting the sanctity that is women's sports.
0: Here, here, here's it. Just right at the back. She would have been one stroke off from the lead, like basically fifth in, place in at at the after the first round. Right now, and in NPO, it's it's a little it's a little different because we got. You know, like people out here shooting fifty sixes, fifty seven, all this. so off the pace, right? In the first round. So just to just to show you, like you're a top five in one division, you would be middle of the pack in the other division. It doesn't make much sense. Uh, why? I don't know why they got a chance to even play in the first place. Glad they uh, completely cut it, so that way we got a win. Women's Sports takes a big jump. All the women that signed that petition or whatever, congrats to them. It was a good weekend of disc golf. I'll say that.
1: Yep. Yep. That being said, let's kind of move on to the Beaver State Fling going on right now. As we said, we're recording on Sunday, so the first two rounds are already in. It's in the third round. The Beaver State Fling Silver Series at the very famous Milo course, home of the the Philo Albatross from 2016.
0: The ESPN Top 10 Albatross.
1: da uh, With it being a Silver Series, a lot of the big names are out. However, you know, Calvin's there. GG's there. Eagle and Gannon are all there. Ricky. Ricky is back in I think some big names.
0: I think most big names are there, besides Paul.
1: Well, Paul, Chris Dickerson, uh, I think Simon's not there.
0: We're, sort of missing, a ha- we're missing a handful yep. of good guys, but... I mean, a lot of the a lot of guys said to still play. No, no.
1: In, my, in my opinion, only having that small handful of people are just like, yeah, in the FPO field, no Paige Pierce, no Tatar. Other than that, I think pretty much it's a full FPO field. Boring. Uh, you know, Milo, very long, very technical course. Uh, some of the par fours that they kind of changed up this year, are pretty forgiving. It seemed like watching the first round. You know, you can still blast it all the way down there but there's no OB so it's not very punishing and in, in some holes. Uh, so the so score- scoring conditions are very high.
0: i us say the scores are looking wicked high
1: right yeah, now. Yeah, the score the scores are looking very good, very scoreable conditions. You no, know, not only for the course but for the weather as well.
0: Yeah, I haven't I haven't watched uh, much of the first round coverage yet or and they haven't posted the second round quite yet. But scores are going up. It's looking it like a close tournament so far.
1: Yeah, everything's pretty much stacked there at the top, you know, within what, three or four strokes of the lead going into the second round. Uh,
0: top five people are within three strokes. Yeah. so it's And it, below that, it doesn't go too far off.
1: Yeah, I mean, and there's just people stacked
0: oh, all yeah. right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: So that being said, we'll kind of just go ahead and quickly roll into the party card pick So last week, I had Gendenberg finish second. Should have won, won it for me, but he didn't. James Proctor, Cody's pick had three strokes on Burr going into the last round. Oh, what a shit show, shit the bed. Good guys are back on the board. However, it sucks that we're recording this on Sunday. We did our we did our picks, you know, kind of impromptu off the mics on Friday, kind of as the first round was going on
0: because I, we were hanging around watching.
1: I am only because this person is doing good that you picked. I am calling collusion. And that you were in the clubhouse, potentially watching... I wasn't even paying attention. While the rest of us were out there playing in the rain.
0: <laughs> that's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So That's, that's that, it. it's ridiculous. That being said... I pulled a name out of a hat. Yeah, he just happened to be second
1: at the time when you picked him.
0: Weird. happened. Weird. He's not sitting in second place anymore. Not
1: anymore. Uh, so, I did not have Ganember or Kevin Jones available for this week. Cody didn't have Eagle or James Proctor... We did it. We did a coin flip. Cody got the first pick. Uh, he drew a seven. I drew the ace. Cody could have picked basically anybody outside the top seven. You went with Anthony Burrell. A B, big A B. At the time that he made this pick, A B was tied for second at nine or ten under par. I went Why do you
0: gotta say it like that? There was I'm no just, collusion involved.
1: I'm just saying you were in the clubhouse and his score was pretty much already posted by the time we
0: did this. You're wild. I wasn't looking at anything.
1: I drew the ace and I could went with anybody other than Calvin. And on my talk sheet I have Isaac Robinson, Eagle Hook Van, Cole Redlin, Aaron Gossage, or Garrett Gerthy. I so I'm not going with Garrett Gerthy. He won it last year, but hasn't been playing very well at all. I didn't like Aaron Gossage because the course isn't very forehand friendly. Uh Cole Redlin was a was gonna be like my outside the top ten guy if I drew like the ten or nine or some shit. I drew the ace, didn't want to go with Eagle, so I went with Isaac Robinson, and he shit in the bed for me. I finally go with the hot hand. You picked the wrong guy. And I pick literally the worst guy on my fucking talk sheet.
0: Out of all the people you could have picked, everyone you just named is beating yes, I know. maybe besides the guy yeah, you picked.
1: Exactly. that. That's my fucking luck. The guy I've been hyping up all year but never picking, I finally pick him, and he shits the fucking bed.
0: See? See, this? How, it's not really a collusion. It's just you not being very good at picking.
1: No, it's me not being in the clubhouse knowing the scores. When, I didn't know the score. Picked. Yeah, okay, yeah, I yeah. didn't know the Sure, score. yeah, yeah. But as we speak, going into the third round, AB's got a four-stroke lead, I four-stroke believe, lead. over Isaac Robinson. It's kind of hard to find four strokes on this course.
0: 15 for AB right now and for Isaac. Sorry, I have to score really far down. <laughs> Negative eleven. Yeah,
1: so four strokes. Like I said, it's, it's really hard to find four strokes on this course. AB is going to have to fuck up for Isaac Robinson to come get him.
0: He found one stroke on AB yesterday. Yeah. So we're, you have to increase now by another. We just said four. The four. tie. The tie. Somewhere we to figure out
1: what we're going to do with, with a tie.
0: Points roll over to next week.
1: That's what I was going to say. So if there is a tie. It rolls over like a skin. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. So right now it's. God, let me. I didn't put it in my notes, but I think it's two to four because it was one to four.
0: It's a lot to a little.
1: Hey, I was trending in the right direction. Now it looks like I'm taking another step back potentially after this week. Other than that. You know. I go back to the Beaver State fling and it being a, a silver series. It's very weird to see the. A course like Milo, a very reputable course, still being a silver series. I say that this week, like I said last last week about the Santa Cruz Master Cup and Day Law being a silver series. It, it's really, like, I know the game is changing, and they've changed Milo to be a little bit longer. They've changed the Albatross hole from a par five to a par four now. So there's no longer really an Albatross, you know, chance more or less. The game is changing. Courses are having to change. The Pro Tour is, you know, taking all these courses that we all kind of started with, like you and I, when we came into the game, Milo, De La. And
0: changing and, them.
1: And changing them. Like, everything is getting longer and longer and longer. And longer, like, the
0: parts are getting smaller and smaller right. and smaller. I don't like this trend because it, it, it's just like, okay, well, if you can't throw four 450, something like that, you can't play.
1: It seems like, or you're,
0: it. or you're going to have to be hitting massive C two putts.
1: They they did say on the first round coverage on Central Coast that I watched this morning that if you're not throwing low seventies on some of these longer courses, you're not even in the ball game. No, unless you're throwing mid sixties, but can throw a nice flex shot, you're not even in the ball game in the mpo field in the NPO field.
0: I mean, it makes sense. Like, it, I get that. I get like they don't want to make it make these courses too easy. And then they turn in scores of like negative 15, 16, whatever. But at some point, man, you, you can't just keep making things longer and longer and longer. Cause so that only benefits one type style of player, which is kind of why, um, last week. So there, you said a bunch of low ceilings and stuff. well, I guarantee you Emerson last week could, can't keep up this weekend. I mean, it's showing like where's he at? He, I don't know if he's playing or not, but it's like the bigger arm guys, are the people you see now up in the top? Eagle, Gary, bomb, bomb, Calvin, bomb, Ricky, bomb, uh, sometimes Gannon, bomb. Sometimes. and you wouldn't necessarily say that any of those guys, besides maybe Ricky or Calvin from c- certain tournaments, has a good putter.
1: Calvin has a good putter.
0: Yeah, that's why I said Ricky and Calvin. But like, has uh, like, got a good putter, and eh, that's debatable. But like, Eagle, not, Eagle. not a putter. Not guy. this year. Yeah, Garrett not this Earthy, year. No. Not a putter guy.
1: Wrong. I mean, yeah, he's not—he's not known for his putting because the weird way. Of, that's the one thing about Gary Griffith that gets me. How does a guy that throws fucking bombs put so soft? Just bugs the shit out
0: of me. <laughs> okay, so but but A B not a putter guy. He's he's up in the mix. bombs. Yeah, uh, Ezra bombs a putter guy uh, up in the mix now, but in those in those other technical courses. Garbage. You don't see you don't see those same big bombers all the time, and that's
1: we see GG in some technical courses. Yes, yeah.
0: that's why it just it's, I don't I hate the fact that they keep making everything longer. they they're, they're not, I don't know how to fix it though. Like what you make a short course, but then you have to have a bunch of OBs. That's still kind of a pain in see, the butt.
1: That's what I just said though about this course. They made it longer and on a couple of par fours. They there's no OB like yeah,
0: there's took, like a, they took out OBs.
1: Yeah, they're like there's a new 640 foot par four. That you can just blast dead straight and fade out to the left. Now to the left, there's a whole bunch of tall grass that you would assume would be ob. No, but there's not. But so you just blast it to the dog leg, then you got straight look at the basket. But if you fade out left, there's no penalty. So
0: it doesn't. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, if they want to keep scores down low, what's the point of just make, making everything super super long? Yeah. And then when you're like, oh well, but you would not make too hard, so we'll just cut out OBs too. I gotta yeah. I understand. It's,
1: They did. There is one hole that I really like. I think, I don't remember what hole it is, but they basically combine two holes and you play from an elevated T-pad down to a landing area and then the next hole, which would have been a separate hole, which plays that island green, you know, surrounded by a parking lot and like the little service road. You have to cross to that fairway, then go to that green. That's a fucking dope-ass hole because... Throwing it far off the tee is actually bad because it cuts off your angle to advance to the next fairway down that fairway and towards the green.
0: See, that's what I think they should do more of, but I, have, I don't know if there's enough room to be doing things. It's, like, it's, it's places where you have to hit a landing zone. Like I don't know what course it is, but like you, there's a course. It might be early on in the year where it's a triple island. Oh,
1: yeah, that's in Vegas. Yeah.
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have to lay up, then you have to lay up. I think that's more interesting because you have to hit that specific small area, and then you have to put it in another specific small area, or else.
1: You or you, can, or you can go for it. Or you can still go for it. It's the shortest part four that they play all year because it's. I think it's three thirty or three forty something like that. Yeah. But yeah. It's, but you it's can like a miss left. Yeah. If
0: you miss left, you miss right. You're out. If you miss long, you're out. If you miss short, obviously you're out. Garbage. So they, they need to, they need to add more things where it's like okay, you have to land here before you can go here i don't know would be but adding mandos and stuff into no should make it a little better
1: no not necessarily because most of the time they don't add mandos unless one it's a safety concern or two some somebody says oh look at this line i'm going all the way around the obstacle so then the course director for next year goes, yeah, fuck that. I'm taking that out. Yeah. That ain't going to happen. Yeah,
0: but I I don't know. Uh, people like see, people like seeing the long bomb,
1: though. I, I like seeing the long bomb. I don't like seeing the long bomb all the time with no repercussions. If you, I go back to the same hole I'm referencing. You know, it's a 634-foot dog leg right. And these guys are just blasting as far as they can down the fairway with no repercussions of going past the dog leg, going left in the tall grass. If you have some OB, at least it makes some of these guys think about, okay, maybe I need to disc down, maybe I need to throw a roller that curls up, yada yada yada. But just giving guys free reign on so many holes without repercussions, it it's fun to watch, but it, it's kind of boring because then it just, it just gets repetitive.
0: Yeah. I and I don't know. I I I know that there's there's a distinct difference between us as amateurs and then them as pros looking at the course as a whole. So when I see that course, I'm going like, okay, cool. I can throw to this spot, like 320, 330, somewhere in that range. Then I have to throw next to the basket almost so that I can get a three and then I take par. For them, they go, I can go all the way to the Four, basket. Yeah,
1: 455 foot flat ground par three.
0: If I miss left or right, there's no OBs out there. So now he can just put it in when whatever. He has a chance for two. I think most amateurs on half these courses that we're playing now don't really have a chance for that many birdies. Maybe one to two, comparatively to these guys coming in at minus ten.
1: Yeah, that's why they're pros and
0: worse grabs. For sure, for sure. There's, I mean, there's a, there's a distinct, a distinct difference. Time, effort put into it. Yeah. And then people that just like to hang out. So hammer time. I know. I mean, it's still fun for us, even on those big courses. It's just a lot. It's takes not a, fun. It takes a lot more taxing, you know? It's, it's not fun.
1: <laughs> it's fun one time. That's about it. It's, it's not fun after that. Zero fun, sir.
0: What if it was like a drinking round? Everybody's out there. I'd fucking to...
1: die. <laughs> Dude, if we had to go back and play on Country Club and drink, remember the last time we did that?
0: Yeah, we quit after like seven holes. Yeah, it,
1: f- it fucking sucked.
0: We, were, we blo- were also smashed before we started because yeah. we were out watching all the pros play and then we went out. Yeah,
1: no. I could not play country club. Take it back. I started country club, kind of hammered the second round. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but no, I ugh. playing playing long courses like this course isn't super long. It's not country club long. They do have a couple of thousand-foot holes, but you know, total. Total feet is not Country Club or OTB. I think they said OTB was the 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 longest course they're going to play all year. OTB was, I think so. Yeah, just over eleven thousand feet. Oh
0: really? I thought it was. I thought OTB was a, a um, maybe yeah. the par was so high.
1: The par was the par was higher, and it's like it was like eleven thousand two hundred or three hundred feet, and then uh, DD what will be DDO? What we played for GBO in the advanced division was just over 11,000 feet. It was like 11,100 feet. Yeah. So, that's OTB. It's,
0: yeah. That the crazy thing about that course really is is that there's elevation change which makes it play a lot plus longer. Yeah. It's longer. And course. the wind. It's yeah, that, that that a little preview for about what is it? 2 or 3 weeks now? Uh, it's the middle of June. June, yeah. So this that course is going to be brutal. Hole on all these guys. Yeah, they get to play
1: in the heat and the wind. Good for them. Good for them. Well, that pretty much wraps up the pickems. We'll see how kind of everything unfolds. Maybe I get back into the mix, but I don't see Gannon Burr making up four strokes against AB on this course, unless AB does what AB does and chips. Well, it's it not at. Gannon Burr. Oh, that's right. Uh Who do I have? <laughs> Isaac Robinson. There it is in my notes. Let's say Gannon Burr is already up there. Yeah,
0: Isaac. We'll see, man. I
1: for for mean, some reason, Isaac Robinson wasn't. If high he has headed. a
0: hot round. Maybe, yeah.
1: I don't know. I don't think you can make up four strokes.
0: If if AB starts playing aggressive and gets careless, maybe.
1: What do you want to do next? You want to do the draft or you want to do the review?
0: Let's do let's let's throw in our review right now.
1: Let's throw in the review. So it came up to you from a fan that hey, you guys, you know, it would be cool if you guys do a disc review. You yep. brought you brought that up to me. I said, you know what, the DD one just came out. Let's let's fucking send it.
0: Let's go send it and. Brand new stock stamp DD one. They they did release S line and uh yes, stra- they called it a Stratosphere whatever.
1: Well, the Stratosphere is their halo. We did yeah, not. We did, sure. we didn't throw the halo. We did
0: not. We're we're talking the brand new one base stamp just came out released this week, and we got our got our, got our hands on a few of them and got to throw them. What's your first initial thought about it?
1: Like in my hands.
0: Uh, uh, Eleven five negative one two. What's your thoughts?
1: In my hands, it felt really good. Uh, over the last couple of weeks, I've really thought about going back down to an 11-speed driver. Uh, I throw Emperors, which is a 12-speed driver. Basically, it's a, it's a slightly modified destroyer run in Emperors. And in the work that we do a lot with our hands, sometimes especially, and I realize this at GBO, Reaching for 12-speed, reaching for another 12-speed, reaching for another 12-speed. My hand really starts to hurt because I got tiny baby hands. So reaching around a 12-speed disc, it it gets kind of tiresome on my hand. So I really thought about going down to an 11-speed, and then the DD-1 came out. And I grab it in my hands. It's a little bit thinner profile than like a Destroyer or an Emperor. A little bit smaller rim, so my hand can grab it a little easier. It feels really good in your hand if you have smaller hands or maybe you've been throwing a destroyer and you want something up with a little less stability. The DD one flies like a wraithish. You're really, beat I think it's destroyer. a wraith.
0: I think it's really similar to a wraith. Yeah. I, I mean, I thought they were flying really well. We, we were, it was, it was in rain. We mm-hmm. had, first of all, it's raining and it's uh, windy. So we had to deal with those two elements at the same time. That being said, the, I think I felt like their plastic was pretty grippy.
1: Yeah, so that's nice. very is nice. That's very nice about
0: that. I we I just hit it with my shirt and wiped away the water and then re-threw it again, and it. it I think it, the grippy plastic was a big bump to me. I thought it was great. The rim, like you said, not so big, not not too small though either. It's right. Like, yeah. And I felt like that that led to a little bit more ending stability. It didn't have the stability in my mind through the flight. But at the end, I, I felt like it had a nice finish.
1: What I like about it more than like I do my Emperor's or destroyers is that when it does decide at the very end of the flight to, you know, come out to the left as a right hand backhand thrower, uh, it doesn't just dump and get to the ground. No. It, it still is gliding forward as it's coming down to the left. It just doesn't get to the ground and say, I'm done
0: now. But you would also say. This is not a headwind disc. You said that in,
1: in my opinion, I don't think it's a headwind disc unless you're really good at highs. Or flipping are flipping and judging and knowing your disc. I don't believe this is a good headwind disc. I think it's got a little bit more. Uh, I guess it doesn't have enough high speed stability to hold up to a headwind. If you are a, I think if you're throwing 400 feet, this is not a headwind disc
0: as someone with like a slower ish arm speed, not like too, too slow, but slower than, you know, big, big arm right. guys. I could throw it into a headwind, but I, I can tell you what Nate's saying. It, it just isn't reliable to come back. Right. I was flipping it. It would, It would. Sometimes it would flip and then come out, and sometimes it just stayed on the Anheuser and just kept going. But I,
1: I think definitely in a calm day and very predictable winds, this disc— You can smush on it. This disc, you can absolutely smush on it. You don't have to give it a lot of height because it's got good glide. Uh, as someone that, you know, on a good day, I might be able to touch 400 feet, I think— on a calm day, if I got it on this disc, I could get it to 400. Now we did think. have
0: a buddy that came in and threw a shot for us with a flick into a tailwind, and he probably threw it three or four feet off the ground on a flick, and it came and just freaking it booked it. I think he threw it like 400 feet. Yeah,
1: to me, for the way I like to throw forehands, it's not a forehand disc. No, I I cannot throw. that I think disc you have hand. to
0: be able to put it on flat yep. and hyzer. Yeah, and I, a, I have
1: to have something stable and a
0: consistent flat and hyzer.
1: Yeah. I, I I could not throw this disc forehand.
0: No. No, but if, if you are a if you are a forehand thrower that can control their disc angle, this is also a disc that w- will have gliding power but you won't have to throw it as hard. I
1: think it's something like a little bit more touchy than maybe some of your your higher speed, higher stable stuff. Yeah. If if you were wanting that something that maybe you were trying to play like a flip up forehand, which is probably the hardest shot. In the game of disc golf. Maybe
0: if it's a, a tailwind forehand, you might be able to. Right, something that's going to push straight. Yeah. Uh, other than that, uh, we, I think we both kind of enjoyed it. Where, where would you rate it? On a scale of 1 to 10, where are you putting it at?
1: <sighs> I'd probably give it like a 7.5 or 8. It, if it would have had a little less stability, I probably would have put it right in the bag. But where it's at now is basically already my beaten emperor. It's probably gonna eventually make my bag or something very close to it's gonna make my bag as I go down in speed, most likely after this year.
0: Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's an instant bag maker, for sure. I, I
1: think that if I would have found if this is what it dropped at the beginning of the year, like January or February, and then I found it, it probably would have been in my bag now instead of my emperors.
0: Yeah, but. I- I just don't think it fills a need for me. I, I mean, if I'm going to throw something like this, I'm going to use a, a Scorpius at right. that point. Yes, there's more stability on a Scorpius, but I have multiples in, that cover certain ranges. And I'm, if I'm going to throw something Flippy, I'm going to throw a Falcon, and that's Flippy. So, But now, I do like what you're saying about the high speeds. I, I In my head, as, a, as an amateur that I am, sometimes I get... Upset, you know that I'm throwing a 12, 13. It's not going very far, and when I throw lighter speed discs, they tend to go get up and go, and right. that's because you're matching arm speeds. Right. So, so I will need something like this. I just haven't found something I exactly like. Now, the plastic was very close. I really like the plastic. Right. I'm gonna give the plastic like a solid.
1: Well, the plastic a, a itself, nine out of ten. Yeah, the the plastic, the plastic itself. Plastic itself.
0: Is great. Yeah. I had to. I'm gonna take it down a few points because I did not like it in. Headwind is too unpredictable for me. Which, with these kind of numbers, you're you're looking at that. So I'm going to give it somewhere in eight point two range. It's
1: Very specific.
0: Eight point eight point two. I'm a specific guy. Eight point two. I'd like
1: to see the breakdown on that on how you got eight point two.
0: <laughs> oh, was it was it as true to numbers as you think? Eleven five negative one. 3.
1: I think it was actually more stable than the number showed. I think so because. I was expecting to be able to stop hyzer flip this no problem, and the first time I threw it, I threw it on hyzer. It didn't just hyzer and dump. It just pushed a hyzer, pushed a hyzer, and then you know stayed on hyzer the whole way, which was good.
0: Well, let's say into a tail. We were in a tailwind. I at did the time that in a tailwind, and it never flipped up. stayed it yeah. stayed on the hyzer. Now it didn't. It didn't hyzer hard. Right, I mean, it stayed straight, but on hyzer, and then finished. But I like yeah, I never got it to flip up. Yeah.
1: But when I hit it flat and hard in a tailwind, I got that right out to the right and then a late fade and had some pretty good distance on it. So true and to the true to the number, I don't think so.
0: No, and then into the into the headwind, it was just too unpredictable. Yeah,
1: for, for how I throw and I think how you throw, it's just it's too unpredictable into a headwind, especially but here in Kansas.
0: Eleven speed makes sense, five glide, yeah. Five, yeah, five I, is yeah, pretty yeah. true. Yeah. Uh, the turn wasn't there as much, so I don't I don't think that negative one is necessarily right. The finish for a two isn't bad. Yeah, I, I would
1: if we were going with numbers, I would say it's more like a zero two
0: or a point five two, something like yeah, that. Yeah. If you're if you're a disc craft person. yeah,
1: it just I I don't think there's really enough high speed turn unless you want to make it turn
0: exactly. But all in all, solid wasn't a bad disc. wasn't Was it insta make the bag? I think, I think I think this disc, disc will make
1: someone. I think this disc will make a lot of people's bags.
0: I think so for sure, for sure. A slower speed. If you're an amateur type guy that needs a, some sort of st- stable to straight, uh, long driver, that'd be it. That'd be yeah. a good choice. The plastic's great.
1: I will definitely say if you're a flex shot player, it's not a, it's not a disc for you. It's not a good flex shot.
0: No, I don't think so. Not
1: unless you have a slower arm speed.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't think it is either.
1: You know, I didn't think about throwing rollers with it.
0: I, I was gonna ask you because but it was, we, we, it, did, was it was raining. Yeah. We didn't want to put it right into the water. It The have wind a good thing. the wind wouldn't have gave us a good read either. But I it hasn't it has a solid point to the rim. So yeah. I would think you, if you probably could
1: probably get it down a decent roller. Yeah, I think it's a roller that you could probably land on a little bit of cut and it's going to flip up and get get vertical.
0: Probably late. And if you're doing a backhand roller, it probably get if you put it into a angle and it would probably jump up late and, and then finish yeah, right whereas saying. um something more stable is going to stay on that and something less gonna is going to stable is going to just pop over right. I think that you could get that to go straighter longer on a on a forehand roller I don't think nah, that's not do. a, I don't think that that's nah. not the disk
1: it's not a, in my opinion it's not a forehand disk at all it's not a forehand roller disk if you stop this it's not made for forehands, the, period. The only
0: person that can forehand it is our our buddy that bombed it. Yeah. We uh, might going to say we might have sold him a disc that day.
1: Nah. Nah. But uh so we got two of them. We might give one away. We're we'll look into that. It just depends if I decide to back him or not. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably I'll probably hold on to at least one, but we might give one away. Be on the lookout for that. Bringing us to our very last topic for the afternoon. Another party card draft. And Cody, you brought this up. Did you come up with this or was this recommended? Came this. You came up with this. So go ahead because I've been drinking. So here's what is it the dealio. that you actually pitched to me? Here's
0: the deal, Leo, everybody. What, what is this? This is a party card. This is Who who likes to get down, have a good time, have a few cocktails. Be a fun card. And so far, we haven't even talked about the pros that we think would it, like to it, be on party card to be the party or be the party. And so I was thinking, why don't me and Nate draft our perfect party card party and top rated players? So wait, that this this is not
1: how you explain it to me. So we're basically drafting people that we'd want to play with and party with or just party with and hang out with? Both. Oh. So, like,
0: we're necessarily, we're talking about, like, who we would hmm. want to go to the bonfire and have oh, a few beers with.
1: Maybe or, a casual round.
0: Yeah. No, we're not talking about on the car. Oh, like, we're okay. talking about, like, hey, uh, we're going out and playing uh, post round a, a Saturday flex or something. It's now three, last card, mob golfing. Oh, here we go. having a good old time. So, we're going to do a four-round. Are we doing snake draft? Snake draft. No, we'll go back and forth. Flip flip. We'll go snake. We'll go snake. draft.
1: Alright, so you call it. Tails. It's tails. You want first or second?
0: I'll take first because I have a specific right. person I want to pick.
1: So your first round pick. Who is your number Who do one I One party of with. one.
0: Who do I think's cool? A cool hang, fun to party with, and this is from experience. I'm taking the Ricky Waisaki as my Ooh. number one guy. Because he come, He was out when we went to GBO, and he came out and hung out at the bonfire, had a couple beers, even though he had an, around the very next day, guys out there hanging out, partying with the, with the, with the common folk. Yeah, with the he common likes, folk. He likes- <laughs> Like, we're all peasants or <laughs> some shit. He likes to have a good time.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I do remember that. One that,
0: of one, Ricky Wysocki.
1: That's, uh, Okay. You went, you went personal there. I could, I could see that pick for you. Outside of that, I've never hung out with any of these guys. No. But my first round pick is somebody that we've heard numerous stories about that Mama Hickey and Chuck Hickey have hung out with several times. Stealing a pick. I'm going Greg Barsby.
0: My first round overall pick. Oh, Greg Barsby off. The board that he is a he is actually a cool guy to hang out with. He comes into town and runs some events every now and again. He goes out and plays with cards, and he's a he's a good hangout. And we're doing snake draft, right? Yes, we so are.
1: You're giving me both my first round options because I thought for sure you were going to go with one of these two guys. So my second round option in the f- first pick of the second round, I'm going also with a guy. That Chuck has hung out with, who went out of his way to drink a beer with him and sat down and drank a beer with him. I'm going none other than Mister Albatross himself, oh, Philo. Wow.
0: I thought he was going to be deeper in the. Oh the, no! The draft.
1: I'm going off of what I have heard specifically from certain people that I trust, and from the story that Chuck has told. Philo is on his way to his car after being approached, you know, during his round about having a beer having with a Chuck. Beer. Philo's on his way to his car, and Chuck says, "Hey, Philo!" Philo turns ninety degrees back towards the clubhouse at Emporia Country Club, and instead of grabbing the beer from Chuck and just taking off, hangs out, has his beer, and relaxes with the boys. He's a good Wish guy. I was there. He's
0: a good guy, and he can ball golf. Apparently, we yeah. saw him. We saw him chipping on the green at GBO yeah. a couple of years ago. Good, good pick. Good pick. I like your two picks. But I think you. I think you left me too much meat on the bones.
1: There's a lot of picks here
0: because. You literally just handed me two guys I thought would be way off the board and I gotta think about if I wanna pick that other one. It doesn't you get two picks back to back. I know. (laughs) I know. So obviously I'm just gonna a guy I thought would be off the board right now, I'm just gonna go with Big Germ.
1: Yeah, he was he was in my third round. I think he was one of my third round options.
0: I think Big Germ would be is obviously hilarious. Definitely down to have maybe a beer or two. And, or three show or four. He's and a big he already guy. does kind of do party card stuff with, with
1: his practice rounds maybe, and everything.
0: Maybe my next pick. I haven't decided just quite yet. I, this is wild. I didn't think either of these people would be here. I thought I'd get a chance at one, but now here's the thing. Do I want do I want to go with the obvious pick or do I want to go with one of my boys? One of the boys. Because I think so far I've I've picked only tall people. <laughs> <laughs> and so don't want to stick on that route, or want to go. With that. I'm, I, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna find, find ahead and do it. Nate Sexton is also gonna Papa be Nate. on my party card team.
1: Oh my goodness, that that's a good pick.
0: Yeah, if, if it's anything, if it's, especially when you get Germ and Nate together. If it's anything right. like playing a practice round with those guys, where they're just BSing back and forth, yeah, it's gonna be a good time. Oh yeah, good hang. And I've heard stories about both of them from the. The past where they used to, when they came to Emporia, yeah. they'd go drinking out at the bars and have all the ladies and all this stuff. So I've heard these stories before about those two. One of
1: those ladies almost made my my draft board. A lady
0: almost made your draft board. Oh, oh, no. oh, no! Oh, two two sure. two, ladies,
1: two ladies made my draft board. Now, since we're only going four rounds, I had them in the fifth round of sleepers. So, so now you get back to back. So I got my third and fourth, my last two picks. My third round pick. My third round pick. I'm going to go with GG. I'm going with Garrett He's Stealing one, Jerky Man himself. I'm going with GG.
0: Double G. That's a that's a good one.
1: The guy's big. He's got to be able to handle some beers. Okay, the dude's gonna be able to go all night long. He looks
0: like he can handle some beers.
1: Since we're going only four rounds, and I had nine picks on my draft board. (laughs) I'm gonna go with a
0: sleeper. And it sounds like we haven't even really picked either of our our own guys.
1: No. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with a sleeper. I'm going own Scoggins for my last pick. What? I'm going own Scoggins. And here's the reason why. Explain. She was a captain for the All-Star Weekend. And when asked about how her offseason went, I'm paraphrasing this quote. A little too much drinking and too much partying. End quote. <laughs> <laughs> I said that right there is going to be my sleeper pick. Homegirl knows how to party. End of story. That's my sleeper pick.
0: I, I maybe I'm just going with only big names or, or something. But I, I my my guys still on the board that I was getting drafted in the last round. I'm gonna pick Simon Lazotte to, Keep, to yeah. round it all out. I mean, he's German. He has to be able to drink some well, beers. He's
1: got to be able to hang out with the boy.
0: Yeah, and he's funny. If if honestly, if if we were just going back and forth, who has the funniest card? I think I have the funniest card by far. Now, but we're talking about partying, hanging out with.
1: Oh yeah, I think it, I think I did a pretty good job.
0: You got any honorable mentions? Oh, dude, I got. I have I have one that I want to say be, from personal experience from old Chucky boy. Is I was thinking about picking Eric McCabe because him oh, him yeah. and Chuck got when they the were supposed trough. to be watching their wives play in a tournament went and got a little tipsy on the beer trough <laughs> and that and that sounded like he was a good good time too
1: so i've got two honorable mentions one is well for visual reasons Kristen the <laughs> oh
0: my god she wouldn't uh, listen i don't think she'd be a she that's a, you can say whatever you want to but under, i just look, said for
1: visual reasons
0: but she, i don't know if she'd be a fun hang it, just like paul's not making anybody's no let's hang out and no, party list no.
1: now my my true honorable mention that If I didn't have Owen Scoggins as a sleeper pick, this would have been my other sleeper pick. The ageless wonder himself, Johnny Johnny McRae. I don't know if his old self can drink after his surgery and everything that he had happened last year or the year before. But I bet the old guy's got some stories to tell. And I don't think he would be shy at all to sit around a bonfire, hang out, and just shoot the shit all night long. And especially in his younger days, I bet the boy put some back.
0: sure. For so sure.
1: those those uh, would be my two honorable mentions. The only
0: guy I think that we didn't get in there, and I think he was a was like a Drew Gibson type guy.
1: He's he was on my talk sheet round three, pick one. Oh, okay. But you gave me my first my two first round picks and my second and my first second round pick.
0: You know it's weird? I like both I, I like both your first picks, but I they didn't even register on my board, to be honest. Uh, no,
1: th- those are the first two guys I thought I was like, yep, that's who I want to party with. The- I mean, I could even probably throw around with Barsby and Philo
0: and get sloshed. I could throw around with all these guys. No, I didn't say I'd play good.
1: I, I don't know if I could throw around with Simon because I just I'd be so diminished. Like this is fucking bullshit.
0: I might be able <laughs> I might be able to keep up with with Germ at this point.
1: Hey, he won in Japan. Okay, <laughs> he just won in J- the Japan Open or whatever it was. So he that oh that's why he's not. I
0: a bet a Yuli wouldn't stick. be a bad pick either.
1: But oh no! Especially if you could get Yuli, Germ, and Papa Nate all in the same area.
0: Oh, yeah. I just hammer I time. I Squash. just, I didn't want to take all of Joe Pro. I thought for you know? sure
1: that's exactly where you were going when you went Germ Nate. I thought for sure you were gonna go Yuli with that last pick.
0: No. Nah, Rick. Okay, but Ricky had to be a first pick because he's out there with the, with the with the the common folk, the people the hanging out, drinking beers. It's the only time I've really ever seen. A pro in person, out with everybody hanging out, drinking beers, and there was no other pros there that night. So,
1: I, I wish I could tell you I could recall that that
0: <laughs> night. <laughs> I
1: wish I could.
0: Well, that that was our our draft. I think. Uh, I think there's a clear winner. Mine, but you mm. know
1: you did really well with yours too. Uh, I think I did pretty well. So. I think my first two picks are better than all four
0: years. <laughs> wow! Wow! Okay! Okay, guy. Other than that, that pretty
1: much wraps it up for the week. We got the Party Card Pick'ems in.
0: You tell, know. tell us on our social media, Party Card Sports, Twitter, and... Uh, and the Facebook. And the Facebook. At Party Card Sports. Write a review. Tell us if we're dumb. Let us tell know what, us if we're smart. Tell us anything.
1: Let us know what disc we should review next. Uh, I know Plash just came out with a new one that we're thinking about. Uh, we might try to do this every other week, maybe once a month. Uh, just kind of depending on what new plastic is coming out also, we really don't want to go over
0: all the old stuff no one no, wants to hear the old no stuff also <laughs> all, uh, keep a lookout there should be a new uh, TikTok coming to coming oh, into play yeah. I'm, I'm we got some video of us we've been working that. on
1: that for a while but i think we finally got some content for that
0: video for from us throwing the dd1 it'll be another smaller review but you can actually see us throwing you can make fun of us for bad throws and Praise us. We're not going to the bathroom. Fuck that
1: shit. <laughs> <laughs> no bloopers on that.
0: So, yes. Yeah, so keep an eye out on all social media content.
1: Got a little bit of potential merch coming out soon.
0: Yeah. yeah. Maybe a new little t-shirt Yeah. Or Party card part t-shirt.